Break your ankle, that should be. Yeah, break your ankle. You break should re- ankle. You should revoice it. Hey, uh, Maddie sent us a photo late on Sunday. Well, 6, 6.40 to be exact on Sunday afternoon Wasn't saying, hey, you shouldn't have snuck out and gone for a bike ride on Mother's Day. And I was like, this just doesn't make sense because let's be honest. Mm. You were trying to get out of Tough Mudder. Don't, be, don't now say, no, I was looking forward to it. No, no, no. The thing with Tough Mudder was is I don't feel, and I'll be honest, I don't feel I'm tough enough to do it. There are a lot of people who are tough enough to do Tough Mudder, and it is an amazing thing, and it's going to be on May 2021 at Woodford. <laughs> Toughmudder.com.au. No, I'm an ambassador you're right now. Good. Tough Mudder. You are good. Be tough, go to Tough Mudder. I okay. love you. No, it's not right. nothing like that. You're just more into downhealing. Downhill That's your mountain exercise. biking. Yeah, That's but you right. never go for runs. No, no, no. I'm a rider, not a runner. Okay, mm. yeah. So you weren't really that keen to do it, and I thought this is just such a coincidence, and let's be honest, it's something you would do. Pretend to have a broken ankle. Yeah. I will admit it is something I would do. Yes. Not so going to lie. But I, on this instance, no, I'm not. No, so I was accusing of it, and people were like, oh, you're being so rude to him, you know, he's... Generally got it. You made him take off his moon boot to see the bone sticking out of his no, ankle. No, I didn't. You did yesterday. You, you wanted to touch it. What you, I meant was the there was no bone. Mm. Um, but no, of course I've made you do that because in the past you've lied to me. Just on a low level when we're doing <laughs> that, that, oh no, let's only have fruit and veg. And I said, I looked you in the eye and said, are you still doing it? And he goes, yes, babe, I would mm. never lie to you. And then I found chocolate wrappers in your car One cherry and you had ripe. beer. Yeah. Technically, cherry ripe yeah. is still fruit. Is for real? Just, just so you know, I've never lied to you. No, I believe you. I wouldn't lie to you. Thank I would you. totally lie to him. Oh, I, compl- I lie to yeah, him every day. Exactly, because so, he's that sort of person. Yeah. I have a broken ankle. I can't do Tough Mudder with you tomorrow. But if you want to, guys, toughmudder.com.au. It's brilliant. It was more just your timeline didn't make sense. No, and, and we got a lot of messages about you that. You said that, that you timeline. got from Toowoomba Hospital to mm. your house in Oxley, and it took you an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I got a text from a mate, JT. Uh, who said, as a Toowoomba native, I can unequivocally tell you there is no way you can make it to Oxley from there in an effing hour. No effing way. Mark on well, Facebook. It might have been a little bit more than an hour. It might have been like an hour 20 or something. Have the court noticed that the witness is changing his statement? Oh, well, what's the difference between an hour and an hour 20? 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? A, what a, are you generally telling a story? You don't say, a got, it took me one hour and 23 minutes what, and 45 but seconds. But in a crime case, situation. What's the difference between 13 injuries and 150? <laughs> I like your your honour. That's, that's premeditated. That's what that is. Mark said, Maddie can drive from Toowoomba Hospital to his house in an hour. Google Maps says an hour 30. So uh, I yeah, think I, that's a bit of a lie. I did not appreciate Rebecca, him actually Roberts? putting it into Google Maps and screenshotting that. What? Like, proof? Um, yes. Paul, uh, Rebecca said, Matty, Porky Pies, May I live at Matt Hallen and I'm a nurse at Toowoomba Hospital. It takes me an hour to get to work, so That's it should take rest. you even longer. So, but you but have, anyway, so you you're, just... you're presenting Exhibit B because Exhibit A was your moon boot from yesterday. Uh, the court will now see Exhibit B, which you are yep. pre- presenting some documents that yes. were... Uh... I bought this in because I am going to ask, because I haven't taken any time off work, mm-hmm. although I could have, but I am going to see if work Please, will, re- I hope you don't you need will reimburse my what? cabs to and from no, work. No, Maddie. I've been catching a cab. Maddie, you can't do that. Can you uh, Can you do me a favour? Yeah. I've always wanted to say this. Can you just say, hey, I'm just, uh, hey, Your Honour, I'm submitting these uh, as evidence? Your Honour, I am submitting these as evidence. Hmm. You can't hey, charge was... work cab charges for you going on a joyride on a Sunday. Didn't well, I could have I could have taken the week off Didn't if I wanted to. 
Well, then do that. I asked for Brad to replace you. I thought it was going to be an exciting week. Yeah, but they all knew the show would suck without me. Mm. So, um... This is unorthodox, but I'll allow it. That's all <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Saying. Sorry, Your Honour. <laughs> so I have... I've got them to post to me... Yes. Mm. ...my... Ta-da! Medical, medical certificate. certificate. So... That's written it, on a cocktail napkin. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, did you want time off? You can't. Like, if I did something on a Saturday night, do I? Oh, you're at the base hospital. Toowoomba base, yeah. Uh, the like the army hospital. No, that's what it's called. Oh, all right. <laughs> yes, I so you've do. got a fractured ankle. A fractured ankle. Uh, this certificate is issued for the information of the employer, so not us. Uh, signed, medical officer T. Donald. I hereby certify that uh, uh, Mr. Ma- Matthew Acton has a fractured And angle. it says you're not allowed to work on Sunday. This could be, I mean. So I guess oh! you just... <laughs> <laughs> this, this sort of thing can be made up over the weekend. You know you can't ask for cab charges for something that you did on Mother's Day. Of course I can. We don't ask for cab charges when we come in on a Friday in a taxi. That's <laughs> very different. That's because you guys are drunk. Friday, you sh- Sunday. No, we're getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> On Sunday, you shouldn't have went for a ride. Just, was, I know. Is your I know wife coping was, okay? She is livid at me. She is so angry at me. I've, I've, she's never been more angry at me um, because she obviously has. We're dealing well, with an eight-year-old baby. Eight-week-old baby. No, no, no. I have a fracture appointment today. Going to go see the fracture clinic today. Okay. Still, I still believe. Presenting a medical certificate requires that I'm sorry you are found not guilty. You, I, I'm sorry you're found not guilty. Thank you. You shouldn't have went on Mother's Day. You know no, that. No, 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 no. You know that. No, no. I think the jury's still well hung. <laughs> well. What? You, you what? still don't believe me. I believe him now. Oh, you believe him now? You don't now. I'm a bit iffy now. Oh. This, is, this seems pretty flimsy. <laughs> 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 no, I believe him now. He has this. I said to him, "Can you still drive?" He goes, "I can drive an automatic, but I don't want to change the car seats over. It's too much work, so I'll just get cabs, um, yeah. cabs and well, work I to pay for it." I can't take Esther, the family car, of Esther, and make her no. ride drive my small car. No, that's you're, what do you you're think? It's the same car trouble. size that I've been driving for mm. years. Well, it's not my fault. Not my problem, <laughs> is it? Uh, what you drive is your life. Excuse me, the witness is getting hostile. <laughs> <laughs> it's Steph, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. It's Hannah. Hannah Baker. Settle in, because I'm about to tell you the story of my life, more specifically why my life ended. Yeah, 13 Reasons Why. It is a big show on Netflix at the moment. A lot of uh, professionals, a lot of health authorities are concerned that we're talking about suicide in a Hollywood way, a mm. Hollywood version of it. That is not. It. Yeah, that's not actual reality, mm. I guess, giving someone the last mm. chance to be able to chat about is it. Is that what it is? Because I haven't seen it, mm. but from what I've heard, it's, it's a girl who commits suicide and then there's tapes mm. that she leaves behind. Mm-hmm. For the people that have contributed yeah. to that. Yeah, so a lot of people are concerned about it. I do know in South Australia um, they have banned it being talked about in schools mm. as well. But we wanted to chat to someone who what, has... What do you guys think, just quickly? Are you, do you think it's a good thing that they're playing it? Or? I'd have to watch the show to make the yeah, decision. I, I haven't think seen it's it. good that we have a conversation, but I do think the conversation has to be led by people that have more experience than what we do. Yeah, yeah um, I agree. The, you know, psychiatrists and psychologists, I guess, if they've watched it and they're concerned about it, then I have to follow their lead with it. Mm. And I do believe the next conversation that we're going to have is very important. And I do have to say to people, if they are going through this, if they can recognise themselves in this chat or someone that they know, then they can call Lifeline on 13 11 14. But we are joined by someone who has gone through it. He's a suicide survivor, Rhett Foreman. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Abby. 
tell, tell us uh, your story, mate, because yours is, um, I won't say unique because a lot of people go through this. I was 28 years old. I was working on a major construction site, very challenging and difficult project, and I was looking after a critical area of that. Uh, the stress got to me to the point where I didn't sleep, so I was experiencing insomnia. Um, days turned into weeks, weeks turned into months, um, and then I lasted 100 days before I made the decision to, um, uh, to attempt suicide. How do you prepare for such a thing? Well, it's, do you know, like, it, do you, did you send out any letters? Did you talk to anyone about what was going through before you made that decision? When you think about insomnia, um, we're all aware of sleep deprivation techniques used in, in torture. Yeah. Um, so physically for me, I had it felt like someone had um, cigarette lighters running up and down my arms. Oh. I was icing my forearms all the time. Um, and just not being able to sleep, I was in a tremendous amount of physical pain. Um, I was nauseous all the time and all that. And um, we went to see a GP towards the end. Um, my partner at the time was an emergency department nurse, um, so we went on to get some help. And I didn't feel like anything was working after about a week uh, from there. So, yeah, 100 days of, of staying awake, um, that was my breaking point. Yeah, oh, so you didn't sleep a wink mm. for 100 days. What about yeah. sleeping pills yes. or anything? They just didn't... I, I didn't uh, didn't think of that. I, I didn't know how to ask for help. Yeah. So I had, a, as I said, a, an emergency department nurse um, was my partner and, and I was... This is our difficult situation it was i understood how di- how important it was for her to sleep because it's shift work so i was just lying there all night looking at the clock yeah. um, and staying awake so people have uh, stayed awake longer than that uh with with medical help um but yeah that's that's where i was at yeah as you say these are used in torture and mm-hmm. i've been awake for 48 maybe 50 hours and the, the world becomes almost hallucinogenic Mm. Mm. Your, your body isn't filtering out all the toxins and stuff. I was racing around the site, and that's the way my body uh, sort of dealt with that. I was extremely fit. Mm. Um, that was another reason I suppose I lasted so long, so to speak. Well, I just didn't know how to ask for help. That was the main mm. thing. Yeah. Can I ask, and this might be hard for you to talk about, um, on the day that you decided to try and end things, mm-hmm. how did that start and how did you get to where you, you attempted it? Yeah, um, so there'd, there'd been a number of attempts before. The actual uh, day, I had written a note, so I wrote in that note that I felt like a, a fluorescent blue square in a, in a sea of red fluorescence, uh, a bit like Billy Joel's Stormfront um, <laughs> album cover, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had no room to move. Um, I, I wrote that it was no one's fault, but I just couldn't uh, deal with that sort of pain anymore. So in that situation, your circle of influence and your circle of concern constrict so that all you're concerned about is yourself and you uh, felt like I couldn't keep going not sleeping mm. after the attempt can mm. you take us through what mm. happened there like what 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 was your mind set I guess after yeah so um I, I obviously I woke up and um you know I felt pretty low surprised and ashamed and that sort of thing but were you I in was, hospital can I ask no I, we went to hospital so I was admitted to a mental health unit um and I felt instant relief I felt like I was in the place where I could get some help uh, mm. and be looked after um so I was in there for two weeks um I read a book called uh, feeling good the new mood therapy by a guy called Dr Burns so my partner and my mum brought that in I wanted to know why I'd gotten to that point and after I'd had some sleep obviously I felt a lot better and I wanted to make sure I never went back there again so yeah, yeah we are on the air right now with Rhett Foreman a suicide survivor if any of this uh, chat is affecting you you can call Lifeline 13 11 14 uh, more of his uh, story when we come back here at Hit 105 It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105 It's Hannah Hannah Baker Settle in 
because I'm about to tell you the story of my life, more specifically why my life ended. A lot of talk out about 13 Reasons Why, the Netflix series. Um, it's brought up the conversation of suicide and whether or not this is good to talk about all the time or is it glorifying it? We're halfway through our chat with a suicide survivor, Rhett Foreman. Once again, if you do feel like you need help, 13 11 14 is Lifeline's number. Thanks for coming on, Rhett. Thanks for having me along. Yeah. This is an um, uh, area that's very close to me because my father actually um, took his own life. Uh, and the statistics that I read about males in Australia, it's the leading cause of death in males in Australia. Um, wow. 25. Um, what do you think, as a survivor, what do you think we can do to stop that cycle or... or I know we're not allowed to talk about it much. Do you think we need to talk about it more or we need to talk about it less or what, what do you think we oh, need to do? That's a really good point that you bring up. Um, we need to talk about it. You look at the statistics each year and, and it's twice the, the national road toll. Um, the people that attempt suicide each year is around about 65,500 people. That's insane. Um, and to be real, rural of suicide, you have to go through a lot of um, work through the coroners. It can take a year. So I think what we need to do is normalise the conversation about it. I would love to see some sort of general awareness training around suicide throughout our society, through schools. Um, in the construction industry, we've got mates of construction. And I know that if that program had been in place back when I had my attempt, someone would have noticed, would have yeah. said, that's weird, buddy, you're rubbing ice all over your arms for all the yeah. time, that sort of yeah. thing. So I would love to see some general awareness training about it. We have to. We need to. There's too many people losing their lives. Because a lot of people, I feel, talk about depression more these days, which I do think it's good. But there is a very different line of depression and wanting to take one's mm. life. Yeah. What do you think are any of the signs for it? Because I, I lost a dear friend mm. and I look back and he's never, ever spoken about mm. depression. Yeah, the, the difference between Hollywood and real life is that... Um, in Hollywood, they may show a straight linear line between yeah. between point A and point B, mm. and in real life, it, it mightn't be as, as as easy as seeing someone that you work with all the time suddenly becoming withdrawn and, and, and eating lunch on their own. It can be uh, people, you know, fake smiling and, and and trying to pretend that they're happy when they're not. There's a number of, of of signs. The decision to take your life is it something that you just wake up and do, or is it something that you think you did you think about it? for a long period before your, your attempt? Yeah, I did, Up yeah. all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, there's nothing there. <laughs> it was all-consuming. Um, and as I said, there, there was a, some, you know, attempts before the, my final one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, it is all yeah. It can be all-consuming, yeah. So if we have someone listening now mm. who is, is in that headspace, what would you say to them? I'm glad you said that. that. That was one thing I really wanted to say. So, you know, I'm sure that there's at least one person out there um, listening that, that has thoughts of suicide. And to that one person, I would say, from one person who's been in that dark place to someone else who's still in there, is, is please just pick up a phone and dial 13 11 14, ring Lifeline, and all you have to say is, uh, I need some help, please. Um, you, you need to improve your, yeah. your chances of living, yeah. I can hear in your voice, it's quite emotional for you mm. to still speak about it. Mm. Yeah, well, my attempt was 16 years ago, um, wow. and I've been out speaking very publicly about it for, for six years. So it's it's a it's almost like an electrical storm over the ocean. There's a lot of power in it, and you, you don't always know which way it's mm. going to go. So um, yeah, it is it is a raw raw how, subject. How is your life now? Yes, life's really good, thanks. Uh, <laughs> and we've got three young children, um, oh. and uh, we've just had a ten. 10-year wedding anniversary, so hey, congratulations. congratulations. 90, 90% of people uh, with bipolar disorder, like I have, um, end up in divorce, so, mm. you know, every day you've got to have a crack. 
<laughs> um, life's, life's full, like I said, I train a lot. Um, I enjoy the construction industry. I'm a site manager, I run construction sites. I'm an active surf lifesaver, um, and I just try to do the best I can at the moment move on. Imagine so. when the three kids were um, little and everyone's like, oh, you must be so tired. You're like, I got this, guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had the great opportunity to... Uh, to to deliver our three children, right. so um, it was very special. Yeah. Well, if you've heard that chat and you want to help out or find out more, Roses in the Ocean is all about stemming the tide of suicide, and they've got a black tie gala, which is happening on the 10th of June. So for tickets and more information, just go to rosesintheocean.com.au. Uh, Rhett Foreman, mate, we really appreciate you coming in and your honesty this morning. Thank you so much to you and your team um, for having a conversation around suicide. Thank you very much. And once again, if any of this has uh, brought up issues for you and you need to seek some help, the number is 13 11 14 for Lifeline. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Lowest prices are just the beginning. Do you remember yesterday, for some reason, we got on to talking about sausages? Because you love them. I love sausages. Mm. I just I know that oh, sounds... no, we're, we're playing our What Do You Do game and someone said, do you always smell sausages oh, all yes. day long? And they worked at Bunnings. worked at Bunnings. Mm. Yeah. I just think they're delicious. I just love the smell of them. And that's the best thing about going to Bunnings. And often my husband will go to Bunnings on the weekend. I'll go, oh, I'll go. And he's like, no, 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 I haven't got room for you in the car because he's getting all timber. And he goes, but I'll get you a sausage. I'm like, thank you. Because it's oh, just yeah. the best, the but bunning sausage. Are they as good when you get them home? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, do they travel well? I good. I'll eat cold sausages. I don't care. Do you so reckon? This... Sorry, I know you've got somewhere to be with this, but just on, on the sausage yes. thing, do you reckon you could get Deliveroo to deliver a bunning sausage well, for did, you? Didn't someone that send a drone? That is a good idea. Someone sent a drone, I think, to get his bunning sausage uh. a while ago. Got into trouble for it. Yeah. Anyway. I, I could eat sausages nonstop, but this I go. Oh, it's a bit healthier, but it's kind of wrong. So. Over in Melbourne, I would say maybe hipster area, but the Cheltenham Cat Rescue Group were in charge of the Bunning Sausage for Mother's Day, mm. which is a big day, you mm. could imagine. A lot of people going to Bunnings for an for Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, Mum, we've planned something big. Got you two before. <laughs> but people were outraged because they were doing vegan sausages. And I mean oh. so oh. outraged that some people decided to call Talkback Radio, which is 3AW, I think, over yeah, there, just to complain about yeah. it. This was it. Me and my dad went down to um, Bunnings and we were like, oh, we'd love to get a sausage because, you know, the Bunnings ones always taste better than the ones at home. They were like, oh, sorry, we only sell vegan ones. And we were like, oh, do you not have any, like, normal sausages? And they're like, no, only vegan and... We were a little bit shocked considering it's probably the most like male dominated destination in the country. This will cause national outrage, you know. Mm, national outrage. <laughs> but the, per- the person who organises it, they, they're pretty like, they're pretty chuffed with it because mm. they've said, you know, we're actually unfazed by the criticism because we think we challenge people's ingrained habits and thought processes. They're the sort of people, it's like a big, like, mum, do you know what I mean? Like, I got them. Mm. I put broccoli in their sausages, you know? Yeah. It's, not, it's not like hide and seek. <laughs> like, oh, they didn't realise. What about the caller who called up? What a, what a sexist comment that was. It's a male-dominated area. You guys just laughed when I said for Mother's Day. No, but, but she's saying that it's a male-dominated area so no male can be vegan. Like, it's, they'd be headless because they're all males going to Bunnings. Mate, I know well, Osh is not here today. I know. <laughs> that doesn't help my argument. If I serve a vegetarian meal to my husband, yeah. he'll go, oh, this is cool. Is this the entree? Uh, I'll be like, no, that's yeah. your meat. That's your thing. He goes, yeah, but there's no meat in it. The thing is, there's no meat in a sausage. Anyway, it's it's sawdust <gasps> oh, and hooves oh, and lips. No. How dare you? It's not like meat meat. What is wrong meat. with you? You're so Osher. What are you trying to do? <laughs> no, I'm the opposite. I'm saying they sweep up the killing floor and they put all that in a sausage. It's what a sausage is. 
That's why I don't like. I understand why no one eats haggis. It's just they've just told you the ingredients yeah. of a because sausage. it doesn't smell delicious. If you were burning a haggis on the way in to go to Bunnings, people would call up and go, "Sorry, well, if you the were burning are it, off. yes, but if you cooked it properly, it would be delicious." And I would go to Bunnings more often. Who cares though? What's in there? I'm just all about yeah. the taste. I'll, yeah. I will shove anything in my mouth if it tastes good. <laughs> It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Hey, yesterday we are reading an article that came out from Sunrise mm. Executive um, Executive what was it? Executive Producer and he's talking about the best and worst interviews they've had, ever had on the show. Yeah. And he named all the best interviews by <laughs> on their names and then only hinted to the worst interviews, yeah. didn't want to say their name. So you, you can't do that. You can't go, oh, all reveal the worst mm. celebrities ever and then just go, the nah. reality star. You could yeah. guess who they were because it said some a reality star that it was married for 72 hours. Mm. Kim Kardashian. Yes, you knew that one's an easy one. Which yeah, but Stab still... refused to go to that interview. No, I didn't refuse to go to the you, interview. What, you, what, we we asked... had her on and I pay out on it, Kim Kardashian, all the time because she's Kim Kardashian. She has no talent. She's famous for doing nothing. So he's not true. I've seen no, the video. Our producer told me that I had to be nice to her. And I said, I can't be nice to her. That would be two-faced of me. So I sat outside. It's not two-faced. It's, you invite, if, if you have someone on the show, you I have... didn't invite her on, though. I didn't want her on. Anyway. Well, you know, it should be mentioned, actually, because people do say that sometimes. Or you pay them out when they're not there. Mm. But... When, what our rule is, is if you have a guest on the show, they're a guest and you've invited them. You have them. to be respectful. So you can't just get them on to berate them. That's why I chose you know. to sit out of the interview. Yeah. Because of a previous situation. Pierce, I like Kim Kardashian. I like keeping up with the Kardashians. Do you? I'm a little yeah. bit of a Kylie uh, Jenner. Oh, you're part of the problem. You reckon you're Kylie? Yeah, I think I'm Kylie Jenner. I yeah. Like so I reckon Kim hates Kylie. No, she doesn't. She's been... Oh, what happened there? No, <laughs> well, no I, I think underlying because, you, you know... Because she's got the new show that's yeah, coming she's out. she's the new thing. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yes. moving on. So do you want me to go first? We thought we would talk about the best and worst <laughs> interviews that we've ever done. And you know what? We should preface this by saying we are lucky that we get to talk to oh, celebrities. Oh, very lucky. I've okay. met some of my greatest idols. I'm a little yeah. bit nervous about saying my worst interview because mm. I was a huge fan and still am a huge fan. But let's get to the best interview because we, before big name interviews, we get an email mm. and producers come in and go, hey, so just reminding you about the email mm-hmm. that said, don't talk about their personal life. Um, don't talk about their past relationships. Mm. Only to focus on the, the reason album. that they're on, which is the album. <laughs> which you're not going to do. Now, we had Robbie Williams on, mm. and his latest album was called Swing Both Ways. And I went, hee <laughs> And they're like, no, 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 don't mention anything about... No no questions are allowed Humpty to be Dumpty. asked mm. about that at all. all right. In fact, no personal interview questions. Mm. And I was like, okay. And I just thought he was so charming, and things were going so well. We brought up the fact that we're not allowed to talk to him about certain things. And this was his reaction. We're not allowed to talk about sex with you. No. We've been telling you. This is the the email that we get when we're about to talk to Robbie. Please do. Let's talk about sex. Nothing's off limits with me. Right, right. How is it having sex with one woman now you're married? (laughs) Um. (laughs) You don't want to talk about it. Um. It's. Um. Uh, I'm stumped. Right. Um. (laughs) Well, she's very good at it. Yes. Yes. And she's amazing. She's Mm. gorgeous. She is, mm. and I, I practiced an awful lot before I met her. <laughs> so, you know, I, 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 I think that I reach her standards. Great. And I, I, I want to be honourable. Mm. Yeah. It's what I intend to be. And so far, so good. good. But what I've found is, is if you don't drink, you don't want to drink. If you don't eat chocolate, you don't want chocolate. Yeah. If you don't have sex with strangers, you don't want sex with strangers. Mm. And I, you know, so to answer your question in short... <laughs> 
I love having sex with my wife. <laughs> and that's the perfect place to leave the interview. He was so nice. Was he just answered every question we had as mm. opposed to all the yeah. other interviews that weren't allowed to ask it. The worst interview, I have to say, I was a big fan. Now, this Huge is the fan. issue. When you have someone on that you're a big fan of, mm. maybe I come across a little bit too strong. And she hated me. You're allowed to say she hates me. We did it through Insane. Skype. Ellie Golding. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Right. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Got awkward real quick. No, we didn't. No, I'm just a huge fan. And I always think it's it's always a little bit more awkward when you're talking to people that you admire so much because you're like, hey, oh. hey, oh. hey. Ah. I'm, uh, I'm looking into uh, doing your wedding, though, if you want, because I'm a marriage celebrant. Oh, so I did read the headline that you potentially could be getting married. No, not getting married. Great, not getting they were married. shut down quick. Is there an artist that you have been requesting to like pair up with musically that they said, oh, no, not yet? Like, is there someone that you're still dying to work with? Um, not really. No. That's a boring answer, but... Um, They've all said yes. <laughs> Hello? Oh, you've oh, paused. You've paused. Sorry, oh, sorry, I was watching you on the screen and oh, you can no, pause. We just right, do that just to go. freak people out. <laughs> Awkward. Do you remember when Kelly Rowland stopped talking to us? And no. we thought she was gone? And she just didn't want to answer she that question? She just didn't question. want to answer the question. So, yeah. just, so we just the, went silent. Just went silent. Oh, we have had a lot of people hang up on us. Yeah, a lot. Are we, we, yeah. And that's not our fault, just bad phone connection. Mm. Right. What do you got? You, I believe you're going way back to the Camilla days. Well, because you've been on this show for a million years. Yeah, I felt bad about this one because I love this guy, Joel McHale. He was on what my favourite he? show. It was called The Soup, and they used to pay out on all the celebrities. I actually wanted to do an Australian version of it. Uh, he's in Community. He does Community, uh, the TV show. No, I'm just play along. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, great guy. Uh, but he did his research because um, Camilla asked him. A Camilla from Big Brother. From Big Brother. Yeah, yeah. Camilla for infamous. Big yeah. Brother season, uh, and um, she said, "Do you have any celebrities in your sights while you're in Australia that you want to um, take down while you're here?" And he said, "This." I heard about how you got this job. You got some killers. They were doing some. They were telling, explaining oh, me who it was, and they were like, yeah. "All right, she was on Big Brother." Yeah. And oh, yeah. I went, uh, yeah. "Yeah." Oh boy. And what happened? <laughs> and then apparently. <laughs> Yeah. So he, he brought up the turkey mm-hmm. incident. How did that go down? She wanted to sue him for defamation. <laughs> what? Yeah, she wanted to sue him for defamation. She was not happy. I don't think you're allowed to if it happened, though, can you? That's what I told That's her. what defamation <laughs> is. Just I've done my, I've done my research <laughs> on it. Have you guys <laughs> ever interviewed Russell Crowe? Yes. No. I met Russell Crowe. He wanted to play a song for oh, me. Oh, God, no. Never let him do that. Yeah. Isn't he just a lot of fun? Imagine getting an interview with him on a red carpet, right, for a movie that you have not seen an interview that you're not meant to do, the person who was meant to do it fell ill, and so 45 minutes before, you've got to do the one-on-one with Russell Crowe. Now, I didn't even know the movie I was there for. It was apparently the next three days... You know oh, that yeah, one? yeah, with it was his, terrible. With his wife and everything. Yeah, oh, they did it together. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, his wife in the movie. Oh. Yeah, his wife in the movie does. <laughs> his actual wife at the <laughs> time was yeah. there with him. Okay. Uh, for this interview, Danielle, you're going to hear her in oh, here. Oh, okay. All I did was took the pr- walked in, this grabbed the awful. microphone, took the producer's notes, oh, okay. just read the sixth question down and went, I've got no idea why I'm here. Okay. Here we go, Russell Crowe, I'm on. You're an action hero in this one, apparently. Do you feel no, like you're an action hero now? Not at all. I'm an English professor from a community college, yeah. But you've been labelled an action hero. Do you feel, no, feel like that? No, by you, my friend. <laughs> you'll, you'll dig the tap dancing scene. I'm really looking forward to that. Now, in the what film of Kant's, in the, in the film, <laughs> you are... <laughs> <laughs> 
This guy's relentless. I'm trying to recover. Another question. Of course, you live in half Australia, half in LA. Um, what do you miss about home when you when you go back to the states? We don't live in America, mate. We only live in Australia. Are yeah. you trying to catch me out really it's badly on this interview? Time, isn't he? Oh, yeah. So, what do you miss about home when you are overseas? Yeah. Interviews with me would be one of the things that you would miss, Top of wouldn't my it? List, yeah. When you're over I'm there, definitely going to miss them in the future. It's just feeling his way. He's about to oh, see it, right? Don't be like. Ooh. Wow. Even his wife wow. was trying to help you. Yes, you hear that? He's on his way to see the movie, hon. <laughs> I, Come on, he's a work experience boy. Just give him a break. I was listening to it when he, he was cutting up. I said, who's the chick in the background? He goes, that's his wife. Oh, yeah. He's helping. And I was like, oh, my God. At one point, I don't have the audio of this because it wasn't on the video that I found. He says to me, I'll give you a piece of advice. Yeah. When you have more friends in this industry, you'll get invited to things and you'll know what you're interviewing people about. Wow. That's what he said. And then I thought, one last ditch effort. Mm. I can recover this. Okay. Because Russell Crowe you've got two things. Mm. You either be a smart ass back and he punches you on the face. That's right. And you would have done that just for footage, mm. surely. Or you just be really nice. Okay. I made comment about how good he was looking. He'd lost a little bit of weight mm. and I thought, let's talk fitness. Okay. You could be my gym buddy. You could come <laughs> along with me when I pump iron. You're a no, funny bloke. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's really interesting about that, though? You wouldn't have thought this, but your voice has actually gotten more manly. I think it's more when he gets really nervous. Nervous. He does the door. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Popped along to the movies last night with my mate Willis. We went to see John Wick 2. You get to the movies a lot. I like my movies. You I'm get, a bit of a movie buff. You go every week, right? No, yeah, I've been twice in, two, sorry, in a week. Yeah. Let me translate it. He goes to the free ones. Is that an issue? No. no you were saying I, why. Hey, There's been a lot of preview, previews that have come out. So that's oh, why no one's invited me. Yeah, you get the emails. They you delete them. through on your, yeah, oh, your email, yeah. Damn delete button. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> John Wick Chapter 2, the sequel to... John Wick. Uh, and <laughs> I didn't know about this. Keanu Reeves. Know, whole plot of the first one, someone kills his dog. And he goes on a bit of a rampage. He's still doing movies. Yeah, it's so good. The sequel is better than the first. Anyway. Was it his cat? No. No, someone stole his car. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Don't want to give away too many spoilers. Uh, But me and my mate Willis, yeah, we do go, okay, I always take Neil with me. And uh, we have a bit of a tradition. We go to the Irish bar at the top of, uh, across the road from the casino first. We have a couple of pints of Guinness and we go watch the movie. And then we'll go back to the bar after and we'll discuss the film and we'll see what we thought about it. Uh, And so we were at the bar last (laughs) night after the film. (laughs) 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 We're at the bar discussing the movie afterwards. Okay. And uh, this guy came up, uh, Dan. Dan uh, was lovely. He's from the Gold Coast. Uh, lovely oh, yeah. guy. And if you ever see me out, come up and say hello if you want. I don't mind. I like a bit of a chat. And uh, he was a chat. He was a big fan of the show. He said, oh, I love listening to you. This is great. I can't believe I'm meeting you. This is, you know, I was like, yeah, cool. Uh, you know, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm just up from the Gold Coast, blah, blah. And um, then he went around the corner uh, to his mates. He had a group of mates there. And um, we were like, cool, that was, that was fine. We continued to discuss the film. And then Dan came back. And Dan said, no one believes me that I was talking to you. And he goes, he holds up his phone and he's got our poster on the phone. Yeah. He goes, no one believes me that I've just spoken to you. And he points at the poster and he goes, which one's you? <laughs> was it our poster or was it Nova? Because you know I've got the poster. issue with you and Kip it getting was confused. It our poster. He goes, which one's you? There's only one dude on the poster wearing glasses. I look exactly the same in the poster. I had the glasses on. My hair was going the same way. I said, are you this chick? I said, the one that looks like me. And he went, okay, cool. Was he drunk? 
Not that drunk. On drugs? I don't know. Blind. No. <laughs> You've got to say that you're Oshered, right? Just for fun. I would have said I'm the blonde with the big boobs. But, uh... <laughs> it, it was... And then... It, which one's you? Do you think, though, he sees you as such a big star? Mm. I mean, 12 years on Breakfast Radio <laughs> in Brisbane, uh-huh. yeah. you know. Yeah. You're uh, you're like, there's Wally Lewis and then there's Stav. Okay. Yeah, in like, fact, you should probably okay. have a statue next yeah. to Wally. Okay, guys. Do you think... Do you think maybe it's just that nervous thing? You know when mm. you when you meet a celebrity and you ask a dumb question, yeah, and you laugh at everything they say, even like they th- say hi and you say good things, <laughs> and you're like, Ugh. no, because then he went back around to his friends and went, obviously, it's that one. But wouldn't he? Yeah. Out of anyone, you're the person who hasn't changed their look ever. Yeah, yeah. I'm like a vampire. Literally, uh, you go back to high school, I look exactly the same. Uh. And to be fair. When you met my wife, mm-hmm. she did notice some differences between the poster. And real life too. Yes, but she preferred the real life. Yes. And has continued to ever since. No, she said you look better in real Real life. life. She was saying that your photos are not very good. On the poster. Yeah. Is that what she was saying? Yeah, because you... No, no, no. No, she said you were cute. Cute? Oh, cute now. Do you want to be cute? Is that what you're saying? Oh, you're so cute. Yeah, that's a good point. So maybe, maybe it was just he was... One, overcome by your celebrity status, <laughs> and two, just saw you as such a handsome, beautiful being of a man. Did he ask for your number? Did you exchange numbers? Okay, this has taken an entirely unexpected <laughs> turn. <laughs> did you? Did you, Rudy? <laughs> <laughs> but afterwards, you're like, and which one are you again? <laughs> it's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. I'm sexy and I know it. Queensland has the highest amount of sugar babies than any other state. Ooh. Yeah. Definition of a sugar baby, younger girl who does stuff with men who might be a little bit older for money. What well, when you yeah. And generally not sex though. It's like yeah. dates and it'll be know, like company. dates, company, um The girl who called up and got this conversation going actually said that the one guy, her best client, paid fifteen hundred dollars a session. Yeah. And she saw him fortnightly, and I think we worked out that was about thirty nine grand. Mm. I don't think she was with him though, was she? With no. him, with him. Yeah. No. I, well, you're just presuming because you don't think a guy would pay that amount of money unless he was no, getting no, no. something. But I'm going with what she said. A lot of guys I, have a lot of money, and they don't want to just. <laughs> what sort of a statement? Like I'm just saying, they're not one track mind like you, Maniac, and they might want to just have company for dinner. Yes. You, you know what? You're completely wrong. Uh, 13, 10, 16. We were having a chat over. This This app is called Seeking Arrangements, mm. where guys say, I want a girl for a weekend to come and hang out with or me. Or vice versa. It could be yeah. an older lady with a younger guy. Mm. Is it any right different? Up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Is it any different to any other dating apps like Tinder and stuff like that if a bit of money changes hands? Mm. Yeah, because a lot of people are going out on Tinder and maybe just having a one-night occasion. Mm. What's the difference? But I don't know. 13, 10, 16, what do you think? All right, we've got Renee from Thornlands. What do you think about this? Hey, um, I had a friend and she met her now fiancé on Tinder and his Tinder profile actually advertised sort of luxurious dates and um, they went to a five-star hotel, had a nice dinner a number of times and she was really into it. She had a lot of fun and yeah, it's worked out for her but my thoughts honestly is especially with the thing you were talking about, I, I feel like you need to get to know someone before you just jump on a boat and... Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's yeah true. Renee, it's funny you said that though, because I said to um, Peter, I was like, I actually need to know where you are yeah. at all times. If and you're that's going, our who yeah, who was on it? I was like, I, I need to know where you are. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't want you going away. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially if you want something afterwards with that person. I mean, it sounds like they might just want to fling, but still, I just find that a bit weird. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, so she only picked up that guy on Tinder because on his profile she knew she was going to get a, a, an expensive date, right? Yeah, she, she knows my thoughts on it, that's for sure. But okay. um, it's worked out for her. She, she had a lot of fun, but she fell at her, head over heels with a guy, yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. Because it can be confronting when people state what they want. Mm. True. Like on Tinder, people go, I just want a serious relationship. But then they're just after one thing. When you get these guys saying, I it's actually just want a weekend. Too. Yeah. Well, Anonymous joins us this morning. You are a sugar baby, is that right? Correct, I am. And how's it work for you, Anonymous? You like it? Yeah, it's fine. Like, a lot of men out there, they don't necessarily want um, more intimate relationships. They want more of a mental relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. as a man, they like to... Like, they can... They've got the money. They can easily go out and hire someone for that purpose if they want. Mm. Well, there are a lot of women out there that will just be attracted to them for the money, not for the mental side of it or whatever. But as a sugar baby, we're there to to mentally support them and for them to relieve their daily burdens on us. Well, from from, from what I... See, I'm not being naive, Maddie, because they could go and pay for it. But from what I've heard, that other service, a lot of the time the guys just go and chat anyway. Like, you wouldn't believe how many times they just say they just sit there and they want the company. But at least these ones, you can go out in public with them. Like, you 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 can leave the actual establishment. You can actually have a bit more of a real relationship. Yeah. It, it's it's a two-way street. It's kind of like Tinder, but it's a bit more um, adult. Like, mm. you know, we, you are paid, but mm. it, you, it's, you still also have to get um, permission from both sides to be able to continue on if you want to uh, do anything further. Yeah, right. Like, How, it, mm. it, it's like a relationship, but there's just money involved. Mm. Like, Is that uncomfortable, the money exchange, though? Like, do you give your bank like, details? How does it work? It, you don't have to. A lot of them don't necessarily do it through bank. Okay. We can do it through cash. We well, can do it through, um, what is it called again? Sorry, I usually do PayPal? it. PayPal? Yeah, PayPal. Oh, PayPal. Yeah. A lot of them do it through PayPal because then it's not um, more personal information because if yeah. you actually go on the website itself, you don't put your name in. You put a username. Yes. So you make up yeah. a name. Mm. And then if you want to go into further detail and meet up, you can talk through Kick or anything like that. You don't necessarily have to give out your phone Anonymous, number. Anonymous, can I ask you, do you pay tax on the money that you earn? No. Because okay. it's it's not it's not necessarily work in mm. a way it's mm. more just like cash. And like how if much? You're going to be babysitting for somebody. Yeah. They give you cash. You don't have to collect tax. Well, well, you, it, you, know you, me- I mean? you meant to claim that. Well, there's but... a section that says gifts. You're yeah. supposed to claim. Birth. How how much a year do you reckon you're turning over? It varies. Like it depends on like how busy. Because I work full time as well. Okay. Mm. But and just a rough on... rough estimate. Oh, a year. Mm. Oh, couple of. Good grand, I don't know. Mm. It, as I said, it varies. It depends yeah. on who I talk to. And okay. yeah, what is fair yeah. enough? Interesting. Another sugar baby on from Ipswich, Riley. Morning. Nope. Oh, she's you, out. You may maybe it like... was a tax question, wasn't it? Yes. No, it was a name. I think you were meant to say Sarah. Oh really? I don't know. Well, I, 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 just, I, just, I just read what was on the screen. <laughs> maybe her name was Sarah. <laughs> uh, oh, hang on. This is okay. good. Yeah. Rudy. Hey, Rudy. Hey, buddy, how are you? So yeah, you're, you're a male sugar baby. I am a male sugar baby. How does sugar that work? daddy. Yeah, sugar daddy. How does that work, buddy? <laughs> um, just the same. I just support girls for their needs and whatever they need during the daily life if they can't have somebody else. Generally older women? Uh, older and younger. It varies between the both. Right. And are they 
Like, are they always paying you or could it just be, hey, let's go out for dinner? Uh, no, yeah, definitely go for the pay. Mm. Yeah, right. And do you have to be intimate with them? Uh, definitely not, no. Yeah. It's more of just like a, when people need company or need to go out or spend time with them, you know, just to go watch TV or movies, anything like that. Have you ever had to pretend to be a boyfriend for a different scenario? I have actually had to go and pretend to be a boyfriend. Wow. With an oh. older lady too. Is it hard? Mm. I would find that if someone was paying me to chat, I would find the pressure to be witty and charming in that com- You know, you wouldn't just be like, how about them Broncos? You know, I'd be but like doing research. you wouldn't be research. on a first date anyway. On a first date, you want to be charming and make sure they're having a oh good time. God, what a nightmare. It's a career where you just go on first dates the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God, kill me. That'd be awful. Hey, Rudy, can I ask you and you either answer or hang up like everyone else? Yeah. Do, how much do you turn over a year? with this tax? He's looking at um, the I don't want to know the well, tax. there's <laughs> not many male sugar daddies that can... Mm. Really, that, well, around this area anyway. That so I get probably I don't know twenty, twenty, thirty thousand dollars a year. Somewhere. How much? Sorry, twenty two grand a year. Twenty to thirty around that. Right. In so that's cash. Are they all wealthy? Um. Well, not really. Everyone's wealthy, but it just depends what you do and how long yeah. you spend with them and all that kind of stuff. I guess. Mm. All right. Well, Rudy, we appreciate you calling up, mate. It's Dev, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. Hey, it's good to be grateful, and we are very grateful. Sometimes I'm grateful for Osher because I forget to do this when he's not here because yes. he normally starts it. But some things we're not grateful for. So unfortunately, this is not the first time I've done it. But yesterday, I went to the petrol station. And normally this car, my husband fills up because mm. I always get nervous about filling up diesel. Mm. It's like I think, oh, my God, am I going to forget and put petrol in a diesel car? So I'm normally in the passenger seat. Yesterday, I went and paid as I was driving by myself. Oh, no. And I returned from paying (laughs) and hopped in the passenger seat. (laughs) Thought to myself, what should I do here? Pretend that the driver's seat door is broken? Get back out, walk around. But I didn't. I just climbed over. Mm Mm-hmm. And then drove off. Just pretend you're looking for something in the glove box. It just looks weird, you know? You're like, oh, damn. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. It's like my go, chauffeur, go. <laughs> Should have all got out really angrily. Where is my bloody husband gone? <laughs> hey, Banks. Currently trying to get another home loan. And this is the part where you've got to tell them everything you spend money on. Yeah, you know when you go through and you apply? Oh, well, we do. Mm. Oh, I thought that was optional. (laughs) (laughs) This much on this, this Mm. much on that. And I always talk about budgets with my wife. I'm very strict about budgets. She's found my secret bike bank account. Thanks. But no thanks. What do you do with a bank, a bike bank account? What's but that? you know what? You're not going to be able to ride again after your Mother's Day accident. Do you have spooky doogies? <laughs> no, but I should get them. That was this sick. No, I, I have a, a little stash of cash because bikes are expensive. Are they? Yeah, I've got about ten grand worth. <gasps> For bikes? You got ten grand in an account? No, 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 te- no. I've got, I've got ten grand worth of bikes. Wow. And bike gear. But I. Well, you would have had ten grand to be able to buy that. Wow. Ten grand Are you shaking your head at me because you don't want your wife to know that you've got that much money in an account because it could be spent on other stuff? Is that what you're doing now? I can't read it. Sorry, you're saying, stop it. My wife is going to find out about this. 
Enough. <laughs> this now, is going to kill me that I've got a separate account eyes. with 10 grand on it. Yeah, now the wild crazy eyes. She yeah. has access to that account as well. Okay. You got 10 grand worth of bike gear. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> Don't swear at me, Maddie. Hey. Glasses. Without you, I'm pretty much legally blind. Like, get me a Labrador. It's not funny. Are you legally blind? No, not legally blind, but I'm okay. pretty oh, I'm pr- right, pretty sorry, okay. So when I put you down somewhere, and then I have to find you again. Oh, that's just, that's mean, isn't it? <laughs> of them. <laughs> of your eyes. Yes. It makes it very difficult <laughs> to find you again. And then you do that stupid thing where you think, this would be easier if I had my glass. Oh, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> you should do the whistle glasses. <laughs> thanks. But no thanks. Stop by being a